This is Eric Rutan of Cannibal Corpse. You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast with Andrew McKay-Smith. G'day, everybody. Thank you very much for joining me as I discuss my experience aboard the 70,000 tons of metal cruise held from January 29 to February 2nd, 2024. This broadcast also includes glimpses from my time in Miami and Porto Plata in the Dominican Republic because they're all part of my journey. I began my journey, 24-hour journey, I might add, in Brisbane on January 26th. The flight path led me through Vancouver for a stopover and finally onto Miami where I had reserved an Airbnb in the midtown part of the city. It's a pricey area, but I enjoyed trying all of the American food available that I typically wouldn't have had in Australia. And of course, who can go past Denny's? Why don't we have that here? I explored the city using Big Bus Miami. I found the design district particularly intriguing with its diverse array of buildings and street art. Miami reminds me a lot of an industrial scale version of my hometown, the Gold Coast in Queensland, and I hope the Gold Coast can adopt a similar approach to urban design and art. Doesn't it look great? South Beach and Mid Beach didn't leave much of an impression on me, I must say. On the boat, I overheard people talking about how they paid 50 bucks for a few chicken wings and drinks were off the Richter scale expensive, so I'm relieved I didn't participate in any of that. However, the Art Deco architecture in the area is certainly worth preserving. I found Little Havana to be very enjoyable. The Cuban diaspora's pride in their resistance to communism and a rich culture was certainly on display. During my visit, I stopped by a botanica and I had a fascinating conversation with the shopkeeper. Little Havana is indeed a very interesting place and highly recommended. Now, I wasn't particularly keen to visit the Everglades because as an Australian accustomed to the subtropical environments of our country, the idea of a vast open space teeming with potentially killer animals doesn't really hold much appeal. I'm sure you can relate. However, I'm glad I did this because the airboat ride, despite being noisy, our group had the thrill of spotting an alligator and some bird life in their natural habitat. Overall, though, the reason I liked it is because I found the Everglades to be very peaceful and the sanctuary that we visited, they do an excellent job educating tourists about the ecosystem. Okay, the main event, the boat. I was on my way to the cruise. The vessel was the Freedom of the Seas, which at one point held the title of the largest passenger vessel in the world. The stateroom that I booked was well-appointed and impeccably clean, and the cabin staff, they're all Filipino, so they're very helpful. Navigating the Royal Promenade, Promenade is key. I found myself spending a considerable amount of time walking between venues to catch the bands. You will do that if you're on the boat. This area houses all of the essential services from the front desk, several retail outlets, the press office, where I'll spend a lot of time, as I'll soon explain, the shore excursions desk and numerous bars and pubs, which I didn't frequent because I wasn't drinking. The pizzeria. Now that was open most of the day, so I ended up eating and talking to people in there quite a bit, catching bands in between. And there was a vast buffet on level 11 of the boat. But after seeing one, you know it, you've seen them all. The food though was adequate to very good. It was intriguing to watch the tradesmen working on constructing the pool deck stage. A lot of hard work went into that and being up on that level also provided me with an opportunity to explore and soak up the atmosphere, which is lively, especially since many of the cruisers 
were already indulging in some beverages and reconnecting with old friends from previous cruises. Whilst mingling, I spoke to plenty of people and I noticed that I didn't come across any other Australians then or for the entire cruise. However, I did meet plenty of people from various parts of the Americas. Once the band started playing, the party kicked into a higher gear. Now, being on board as part of the media contingent, I was prepared for many interviews and conversations. I showed you very briefly the press office already, and here it is. It was fantastic to reconnect with Nicholas from In Flames, or formerly In Flames, and now in the Halo Effect, and I had a killer chat with him. He actually said that he listens to the show, watches the show, so that was great. I had a conversation finally with Tom from Sodom. That was unexpected and very enjoyable, especially later on as I'd watched them obliterate the stage. They did well. Now, unfortunately, meetings with Gravedigger and Cataclysm, they didn't materialise for some reason, but I thoroughly enjoyed catching up with the fellas in Nocturnal, a killer band from Brazil, and also the blokes in In Human Condition, which is a group, an all-star cast that features members from formerly Venom Inc., I should say. Jeremy used to be in Venom Inc., uh, Obituary, certainly, and uh, Deicide. Nice. Catatonia didn't happen due to issues with conducting videos, interviews through video. Apparently, they don't do that anymore. And it's always a pleasure to catch up with Pa from Meshuga. used to be in Meshuga. Did some time with them. But Scar Symmetry, that's his band. And I was pleasantly surprised to have a chat with the fellas from Tigers of Pantang who are producing some killer material these days. Carnation are a death metal band from Belgium and they were a lot of fun and I saw them play at the earliest time I've ever seen a band before. There you go. Meeting Aaron from My Dying Bride was a treat. I've spoken to him before for the podcast, but I'm an old fan of their work, so meeting him in person was even better. The blokes in Blood Red Throne were gents and they're doing great things these days, as is Philippe and his bandmates in Angra, another Brazilian, and he's also a fellow bassist, so we had plenty to talk about. And my final chat of the cruise was with Johnny from Unleashed, who reminds me of a jovial Swedish uncle you wish you had. I was scheduled to catch up with one of my all-time favourite musicians, Lee Harrison from Monstrosity, and that chat will be posted sometime soon. Incidentally, all of the interviews, apart from that one, have been posted, and I've shared the links in the episode description. Now, as for the entertainment on board, the fellas in Leaves Eyes treated us to a Viking sword fighting demonstration. And all the shows, of course, because that's what you're on there for. As far as I'm concerned, to watch all of these killer bands, they were all top quality. There were no duds. It's my first time seeing so many of the bands I'm showing you here perform, and none of them disappointed. For the onshore excursion in the Dominican Republic, I opted for the walking tour and was very interested in exploring the history and culture of the area, although other activities like four-wheeler overland trips and surfing and snorkeling safaris were available, I was drawn to the rich cultural heritage of the region. In many aspects, the Dominican Republic, it shares similarities with many other developing countries relying heavily on cash crops, tourism, and emphasizing lifestyle. I enjoyed the opportunity to smoke a cigar because I can't remember the last time I had one, a long time ago. But I found Taino Bay, the tourist precinct, to be underwhelming. It's your typical tourist trap, mainly catering to retail opportunities and providing a space for visitors to enjoy booze until it was time to board the boat again. So I hope you get something out of that. 
Overall, I'd say that 70,000 tonnes and the experiences in Miami and Dominican Republic were worth the 24 hours of transit each way. If I do anything differently, I'd take a mate with me or my wife, as I certainly didn't feel lonely or isolated, but it would have been great to have the, to have the opportunity to share the experience with somebody. So there you go. All right, that's all from me. Maybe I'll go next year. Thanks for watching.